Good morning. Welcome to the Orlando Real Estate Buzz. We come to you each week bringing you market update news that affects the overall real estate market. And right now, the big thing that a lot of people aren't talking about is the defaults in the commercial mortgage backed um, uh, commercial mortgages. And one of the big ones that happened is this week, a Hilton Hotel in uh, San Francisco, the owner walked away. $725 million note just walked away from the note and abandoned the hotel. This is the second hotel in San Francisco that has been shuttered and the owners have just walked away. And you're seeing a lot of buildings in San Francisco right now being sold at 30% and less from their original high, from their highest values that they, they currently have. So this, why is this all important? Because the commercial real estate market generally precedes any fall that will happen in the housing market. So commercial is usually about a year, year and a half ahead of that. And the other big thing is that the people who underwrite these loans are generally the regional banks. So the, the ones that you've just seen recently um, uh, shutter, close, those are the banks that were writing these policies, were writing these loans. So there's still a ton of exposure. We may be seeing a calm before the storm, but there is still a lot of exposure. And there's been a lot of warnings that the commercial mortgage market will be the part, it is the biggest exposure. And that could be what brings the, um, the house of cards tumbling down. So we have to continue to watch this because also what happens in California kind of flows out to the rest to the rest of the country. Big warning. So, and the other question that may be happening this week is a lot of people, we've got the debts, we've got the debt um, ceiling taken care of. Um, they can spend as much money as they want now. There is no quote ceiling for the next two years. Um, Janet Yellen, Yellen has already raised, uh, I believe close to $359 billion the day after the debt ceiling was signed. So people are wondering, well, we got the debt ceiling signed. Now you see a lot of people coming out saying, oh, mortgage rates will come back down. Mortgage rates will come back down. And why isn't it happening? Well, it's, it's really quite simple economics and in that we now have for the first time in a long time we have the money supply the m2 money supply is continuing to decrease the fed is continuing to tighten the money supply the last time this happened Great Depression. So now you've got less dollars chasing more debt. 
And for investors, if you want my dollar and it's more valuable, you're going to have to pay me your higher return. And that's why you haven't seen a lot of the yields. The yields have taken a little bit of a dip, but not a major dip. And we're still in a, in a, um, a, a reverse situation with the 10-year and two-year. The spread's a little smaller, but we still have a reverse um, position on the 10-year versus the two-year, which is another sign of a recession. So you've got the money supply tightening and continuing to tighten. The Fed is continuing to sell off assets. And what you see, the spike here, that was from when the banks failed. They had to go out and take on the assets of these banks so that the entire system wouldn't collapse. So they took on the assets and then they've continued to sell off their assets. So again, tightening of the money supply. You tighten the money supply, you've got less dollars chasing more debt. And there's plenty of debt out there. So you're going to have to start, you, you have to increase the yields. And that's why you see a lot of people saying, oh, I think we can get back down to five, maybe five and a half. With the plan, they, they're going to spend the $1.4 trillion that they basically have available. And that's the plan of Janet Yellen is that she was going to raise another $1.4 trillion of debt uh, before, before January of this year. So if you've got all this debt that you're continuing to generate, you have to increase the interest rates. And that's why you're not seeing the rates come down. Um, what's the opinion of most people as far as the Fed pausing? Right now, 70% of the people feel that the Fed are going to pause here in June. I don't think they are. I think we're going to get a quarter of a point. Reason being is we had the fluffy jobs report. And right before the jobs report came out, um, Powell said that, oh, if the jobs report is, is strong, we're probably going to do an increase. So that gave him the cover. Oh, we had a really strong jobs report. We're going to have to do an increase. So I think we are. The other factors are that two other central banks, Australia and Canada, who had paused their rate increases, both this past week did quarter point increases. So you've got two other central banks increasing their rate, which tells me we're going to increase ours because if we're going to continue to do the to put debt out there, we've got to be more desirable than the others. So I I'm on I'm on the twenty nine percent. I think that I think they're going to do it do an increase this coming this coming month. Then maybe in July they may they may pause. And the biggest thing that's frustrating to me is that the numbers that we keep coming out, the headlines that we keep seeing, you know, oh, they're all fluffy. You know, 319,000 jobs. But then you get the revised numbers. Good example is income. The income for December initially was showing a 4.2% year-over-year increase in income for people. 
Well, when the revised numbers came out in the past couple of weeks, it was actually down. So people's income wasn't increasing. So we get a lot of knee-jerk reactions in the market off of headlines. And then when the numbers actually get revised and are and you are more solidified, no one reacts. No one actually goes back and looks at these numbers. So that that's that's getting very frustrating. And then the other concern that we have, and again, this is you're seeing the start of a you know of of, of a recession, is the number of bankruptcies, corporate bankruptcies, is the highest level that's been since 2010 during the Great Recession. So bankruptcies are up. The unemployment rate is actually up. Our debt is up. But the stock market's great. So much for fundamentals. Just throw them out the window. <laughs> oh, but this was, uh, this was interesting because I wanted to look at this today because we had been watching it going up into the uh, into the balanced budget situation and just want to see how much the Fed's got on hand right now. And all of a sudden, we've got $71 billion. This had gotten down to about $38 billion um, right before. But in the for not having any money, and this is what we're talking about, Yellen within a day had $359 billion into the general fund. So for not having any money in the month of May, um, they are actually, yeah, in the, we had no money in the month of May, but in June so far, we've spent close to $500 billion. $500 billion in six days. So they basically had everything held up, had it all sitting there. Boom, sign it. Okay, we're going to put $359 billion worth of T-bills out there. Boom, overnight someone bought bought up $359 billion of treasury bills. And we spent $500 billion in six days. <laughs> oh, we wonder why our economy is a mess. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. So that's that's what we're that's what we're seeing in the overall economy. How is that affecting our our housing market overall? Is we're seeing steadiness in Orlando, but we're not seeing a huge expansion. Over the past week, I've actually seen um, we've actually gotten several emails from builders. Toll Brothers, Taylor Morrison, Miranda, uh, Dr. Horton, that are all cutting prices on homes and still providing incentives. So you can still, they're still, well, they'll, Taylor Morrison had $10,000, $15,000 price cuts. One of the Toll Brothers homes in Lake, Lake Nona area had over $100,000 price cut. That's huge. It's a million dollar, million plus dollar home, but to cut a hundred thousand dollars, it was basically about a five to six percent price cut in the home. So we're seeing that the builders are their inventories 
increasing. They're still providing the incentives and they're actually starting to cut prices here in Orlando. Some of the numbers you see nationally say, oh, whoa, there's a 1% increase year over year increase, 2% increase. Well, it is the summer season and there's going to be more buyers out this time of year than any other time. So it makes sense. You're going to have a bit of a price spike, but what's going to happen come this fall, which normally mid-August is it really starts to slow down. Families are back to school. They're, you're taking them off the market because they don't want to move once school starts. And so your pool of buyers um, decreases and prices are going to start. I think you're going to start seeing prices come down. You're going to see things starting to tighten. And especially if we don't see the prediction that other people have that, oh, we're going to be back down to sixes. Oh, we're going to be back down to five and a half. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, but since nothing makes sense these days economically, um, based on rules that, that we grew up and we learned, yeah, maybe it could happen. Not where it's one of those where we're just going to have to sit and we're going to have to wait and we're going to have to watch and react and adjust. So if we go into our numbers for the week, Overall, actually, it was a very good week for Orlando. Uh, we had 512 sales overall. Um, average price did creep up a little bit. We're up to 445, and you'll see in the chart that we have had a steady increase in the average price. And we actually had an increase in inventory, 94. That's a nice number. Now, if we can keep that up for the next five or six weeks and get above that 4,000 level, man, that would be nice for buyers. That'd be very nice for buyers. Condos, we we're very similar. 167, again, very consistent. They had a huge jump in their sales price to an average of 290. So that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of interesting. It must have been a really nice one sold. So the big thing as we go into every week is we go into the original list versus the final list. And what we're seeing is here in the three hundred dollars to $400,000 range, we're at 99% of the final list. So once they get the number right, there's not a lot of moving. But they have, they come off about 4% off the, the, the original number. So there's, there's that little bit of spread. Um, they're finding that they're not getting quite the attention they need to the house and cut the price a little bit and once they cut that initial price you're seeing people come in initially that is the area where we're seeing the most number of days on market so the people you know the bread and butter the 300 400 000 range they are taking their time in buying homes a lot of it's at the top of their top of their their price range top of what they can afford you know, their whole their debt service coverage is at that 50%. So they got to make sure that that number fits in just right. So they're the ones who are taking the longest to actually turn. And here you see chart wise that since April, which you would kind of think is we've seen a steady average price increase. 
and the median price has also increased a little bit. So we're so we've seen that price increase here in Orlando that some of, some of them have talked about nationally, and our number of sales is a little bit higher than what the average is. But interesting enough, we actually went back up on our days on market. The average days on market went up about four days. Why would that be? Well, interest rates went up. So people had, again, taking their time, making sure they've got the right house, making sure the financing is correct. So it's going to take a little bit longer because you don't want to make a bad decision. And then my favorite chart, which I'm excited to see is we actually got a little bit of a curve up where upward here on inventory so we've had we went from the low here of 35.55 and we're up almost a couple hundred to 37 a little over 3700 right now love that love that helps the buyers seller and it's not as so big a spike that sellers are going to see a push downward on their prices. Condos, pretty much the same thing. Sitting here at roughly 98% of the final list to sales price. And here in the $300,000 $400,000 range, we're sitting at 99%. So again, once you get the price right, people are buying and they're, they're not the sellers aren't having to budge a whole heck of a lot. So overall, the market continues to be steady in, in Orlando. If you've got a house priced correctly, you got it presented correctly, you've got it promoted correctly, it's going to sell. It may take a couple extra weeks, but it's going to sell. So that's our numbers for the week. I hope you enjoyed. Please like and subscribe, and we will see you again next Thursday. Take care.